Hello, everybody, and welcome to McKay's Music Corner, a musical discussion podcast that and it starts... starts right now. and welcome back to McKay's Music Corner, a music discussion podcast. So today is a bonus episode. I'm going to be doing my first Q&A questions and answer segment. And these are all questions that have been asked by listeners or family and friends on various social medias. And I got quite a lot of good questions, a lot of interesting ones. So I'm excited to share that with you today. If you do have any music questions for me, or if you have music suggestions, or favorite bands you want to share, please do contact me at McKay's Music Corner on Instagram, or you can even go to the subreddit, that's r slash McKay's Music Corner, and there we also post episode discussions where you can give your thoughts on each episode that I release. So yeah, without further ado, let us get into my first Q&A. I hope to do many more of these in the future, but of course it depends on the volume of questions that I receive. And honestly, I probably wouldn't have been able to do this episode in the first place if it wasn't for Jordan, my husband, because he gave me a question every single time I asked for it on social media, whether it was my personal accounts or my McKay's Music Corner Instagram story or posts. So thank you. I do appreciate it. He did ask a lot of good questions. So let's get into the first question here. So the first question from Jordan is, what is your go-to karaoke song? So I think that's a really good question to start off the episode. I think every person has a different kind of song or vibe that they gravitate towards when doing a karaoke night or finding themselves in a karaoke situation. But for me, um, this is an easy answer. My go-to karaoke song has to be I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. That's just a really classic disco song. I really love it, and I really love Gloria Gaynor's Love Tracks album. A lot of good songs off of that. I don't listen to a lot of pre-90s music, to be honest, but Gloria Gaynor is one of my favorites. So yeah, thank you for your question. So Ezra asks, favorite sex song? (laughs) And, you know, somehow I knew my friend was going to ask a question like this. But I'm going to give a serious answer to this question. I guess the song that would come to mind is a song called Complicated by Bad X Channels. And, in fact, that entire EP gives off a lot of, uh, what do you call it? I don't know. The vibes and the sounds of that EP are very sensual... It has a bunch of sexiness on it, so I guess that is the go-to song, and thank you for your question. (laughs) Then we've got another question by Jordan. Jordan asks, what are your top five artists? So this is something I've given a lot of thought on. The order can fluctuate and artists have come and gone as the years have gone by, but currently my top five bands are Rise Against, Muna, The Used, 21 Pilots, and Youngblood. Okay, and the next question is from Ian. Ian asks, bass, guitar, piano, drums, vocals, which one do you hear the most? 
Which one do you relate to and why? So this was a very interesting set of questions, and I hope I'm answering this correctly, but I would have to say the instrument I hear the most is the vocals. I know that's not an instrument, but like, that was in the list, so. <laughs> but the vocals are what stand out to me the most on a song, and it kind of just decides whether I like the song or the artist or not. If I don't like the way a singer's voice sounds or how they hit certain notes, the rest of it really doesn't matter to me. I probably won't listen if I'm not enjoying that aspect of it. But then, if I like the vocals, the next things I hear are the guitar and the drums. So what kind of riffs are made with the guitar, what kind of effects are added, and then with the drums, how distinct is the beat? So those are the sorts of things I look for, I guess. And then the next part of the question, which one do you relate to and why? I think I would have to say piano. And the reason for that is because when I think of piano, I think of something really sad and uh, emotional. Kind of a lonely instrument. But at the same time, it also has the ability to be very happy and energetic. It can express lots of emotions. And I guess each instrument does in a way. But to me, the piano is the most emotional. And I just, I don't know, I guess I... That's the kind of instrument I kind of resonate with. Tyler asks, what was your first concert? And you know, I'm pretty sure my first concert, according to my parents, my first concert ever was for Avril Lavigne. And my mom says that I, I knew all the lyrics and was singing along to each song. Yeah, Avril Lavigne was my first concert and for good reason. Her first two albums really you know, those were kind of my first musical things I latched onto, and so I guess when whenever she came on tour, my parents allowed us to go and see her, and it was a really great experience. And yeah, her music means a lot to me. Alright, and then I have another question from Jordan, my one and only. He asks, favorite musical? And this is probably the easiest question yet. My favorite musical, and I'm, I'm gonna count movies in this, but Boz Lerman's Moulin Rouge. And I th honestly, I think this has been the answer ever since I saw the movie and heard the music when I was incredibly young. Some way or another, I was shown this movie as a young child, and I really loved the music. I really loved Ewan McGregor's voice and the performances, and it was just so fun. And I remember having this on my little original first iPod. But what I like about this musical is the way that the songs are used and how they're transformed within the movie. And it's just so emotional and interesting. And I also think it's just incredibly stylistic type of film. And you know, it has humor, it has heart, and there's so much talent involved. Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman singing are really good. And while they aren't perfect voices, I think that's what makes it great is that they aren't these trained vocalists, at least to my knowledge, but it's just, it's so beautiful and real, and it's a really touching love story, very tragic as well. And I also love the strings and the orchestra that's used throughout the film for some of the songs. And you know, now that I'm talking about it, I think I'm definitely due for a rewatch, so I'll grab my box of tissues. All right, and then my friend Connor asks, Memorable video game soundtracks. So this one I have, you know, I have so many things that come to mind. Uh, straight out the gate, it would have to be Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask for the Nintendo 64. 
some of the best video game music period, I would say. And, you know, those are two games that really formed my childhood gaming. And it just has such memorable, amazing music. You can just go anywhere in those games and the music is great and it'll play it for a few hours and it's gonna stick with you and stand out. And, you know, the various songs and the environments, the songs Link plays on his ocarina, it's all just really stunning. And I love how specifically in Majora's Mask, the music is really integral to the story. It's kind of like its own character. The Song of Healing specifically, that music actually changes characters within the story. It helps them move on. And it's just moments like that that are really great. I wish that the original music was available somewhere, you know, besides YouTube. I typically listen to music via Spotify, but unfortunately on there and other music streaming platforms, it's just people who've done covers or remixes of the original material. But I really want to hear that original composed music by Koji Kondo. He is the composer, you know, the main composer behind those two games and a lot more. But I know Nintendo is very touchy about their music for some reason. I don't know, it's just, it'd be more convenient to have it all in the same place where I listen to music. Other memorable music, um, I'll list a few other games. The Spyro Trilogy has some really great, fun music. For each world that Spyro goes to, there's this fun and upbeat music that's different. And the Spyro theme is really great as well. Specifically, what I really like are the music for the overworlds in Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage. That's probably my favorite of the trilogy. There are these magical atmospheres that really capture the environment as you pass between the levels. Uh, it's just really, really good. And that music was composed by Stuart Copeland. And unfortunately, not available on Spotify anymore. It looks like at one point it was, but it has since been removed. But yeah, it's an incredibly fun and cute soundtrack for one of my favorite game trilogies growing up. All right, another, another question from Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. What is your dream lineup for a concert? So for this one, I've seen a lot of bands over the years, right? For my dream concert, it'd probably be all artists I have not seen before and seem either rare or unlikely that I'll get to hear. So my concert would have to be Carol Bay, Sophie Cates, Carly Hansen, and Pale Waves. So a big old concert of those four artists in that order. And I don't know if it all necessarily fits sound-wise or genre-wise, but those are four artists I really love, and I hope to hear them all live at some point in the future. All right, so now on to the final question, and this one is from my dad. My dad asks, did you like any of your dad's music growing up? And the answer is, of course I did, yeah. Some of the best country songs I know are Thanks to You and a few other songs too that aren't necessarily the country genre. But here are some of the songs that stand out in my mind. I, I remember hearing these over and over again. The song When You Say Nothing At All by Alison Cross. Two Teardrops by Steve Warner. Don't Take the Girl by Tim McGraw, and then Mayberry by Rascal Flatts. I remember a lot of Tim McGraw and Rascal Flatts, and all these interesting little songs here and there that I remember listening to in the truck or on our way to camping trips or when we would go hunting. 
some really special music. And I, I could go on to list a ton of, ton of other songs that have stuck with me over the years. But, you know, those are the ones that come to mind. And, yeah, of course I enjoyed them. And I, I still do. So, yeah, thank you for your question. All right, well, that will wrap up things for questions and answers number one. If you don't see your question read out on this episode, do not worry. I have it set aside, and it will comprise what will eventually be Q&A number two. So if, you, if you're a listener and you're listening to this, again, the places you can list your music questions or music recommendations, you can go to McKay's Music Corner on Instagram, and you can either PM me or leave a comment on any of the posts. Or you can also go to r slash McKay's Music Corner, and that is the official subreddit for the podcast McKay's Music Corner, and we post episode discussion threads there. If they never get used, that's fine. At least the option is there. So if you have comments on a specific episode, some of the things I talk about, you know, just let me know, and you can you can be as honest as possible. Do try to be constructive. I, I don't want to cry myself to sleep. But yeah, that is this episode. Uh, please do stay tuned for, you know, main episodes where I cover different songs that I'm digging and different artists. But I thought I would do another bonus episode and see how people like it. This is McKay's Music Corner, signing off.